Good morning, Wonder Women. How's everyone this morning? Yes. So let's stand. How was breakfast? Wonderful. I know. Uh, we are so blessed to have those men who love God and love us that they would cook for us. Um, I'm just so excited for this morning. I, the last two sessions have been so good. And God, I know he's speaking to my heart. I know he's speaking to your heart. And so let's just enter into worship this morning. Let's lift our hands. If you want to come up to the front, come up to the front. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for your presence. Thank you, God, for your love. Thank you, God, for <laughs> your humility that you would step down and come to be with us, to love us, to hold us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for giving your life, for giving your life, for giving your life for us, for me, for me, that I might live and I might know you, that we might know you. Thank you, Father. Yes. Oh, how many of y'all got away with Jesus this morning? How many of y'all got some intimacy with him this morning? Come on, let's praise him as a corporate body. Let's tell him what he's done for us. You are so good, Jesus. You are so much. It's what you've done. I was buried beneath my shame. Who could carry that kind of weight? It was my tomb. Till I met you I was breathing but not alive I know I tried All my failures I tried to hide It was my tomb Till I met you you called my name And I ran out of that grave Out of the darkness Into your glorious day Hey, you called my name And I ran out of that grave Out of the darkness Into Your mercy has saved my soul. Love it when I'm with you, cause now your freedom is all that I know. The old man knew Jesus when I met you. You see, you come.
I needed a rescue, my sin was heavy, but chains break out the weight of your glory. I needed shelter, I was an orphan, now you call me a citizen of heaven. Goodness of 
to do whatever you want to to do whatever you want to oh, I will make a room for you to do whatever you want to to do whatever you want to oh, here is where here is where I lay it down. You are all I'm chasing now. This is my surrender. This is my surrender. Here is where I lay it down. You are all I'm chasing now. This is my surrender. Jesus, glory, hallelujah, 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 thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, 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 the Lord says that he's, he's wanting to speak to us, he's wanting to, to talk to us, I can, I can, I can hear him, I can feel him. Moving in my heart, moving in my spirit. He's trying to, he's trying to give us, trying to help us receive, trying to help us take possession and ownership of all that he's given us. He's trying to, to get us to, to move to move all of us to the side, to, to push those boxes and bags of, of our life, of our thoughts, of our feelings, and, and push them aside and just make that room for Him to come in and to be. If we just let Him in, just let Him in, just give Him some room. Just give Him some room. He's got something to say. He's got something to tell you. He's got something to say. Hallelujah. 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 Miss mm. Leva, I think God's wanting you to give voice to what he's wanting to say right now. Is that, is that bear witness with you? <laughs> because 
Hallelujah. Kerese monde, liabre te shese mondo lomo bore tiki sombre deke. Le mondo lobo brobo shonda basikiri monde reteke monde lisi monde. Ki brobasha manda la basitere monde. Kere monde rabasite limo hondo. Mohilo mondo reteke she. Thus saith the Lord right now that you are, you are my beloved. How I love you. How I desire to be with you. How I love you. And how I miss you when we're not together. It's when you're operating from the place of intimacy that the natural things of this life begin to disappear. The struggles that you are facing begin to disappear, my daughter. It begins to disappear as you operate from the place of intimacy. The depression is gone. The anger is gone. The unforgiveness, the pain that you are suffering every day. So I call you to come near to me right now. I call you to come near to me right now. And let me heal you. Let me heal you from the inside out. From that intimate place. Says the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, you're so good. Lord, you're so good. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I was um was talking with Pastor Lori yesterday and, um, you know, telling her some of my inner struggles lately and and she just, she just kept saying, you know, God says, just lean into me. Just lean into me. And last night, God said, just lean into me. 
He said, when you lean, you lean so that there's no weight left on you, that all the weight is on me, because you were never meant to carry the weights of this world. And so when you lean, she was even trying to show me. She was like, it's not like lean like this. It's like lean like this. <laughs> and so last night, God was just bringing more revelation of those words into my heart. And I could just see that, you know, you just lean and lean and lean until all of your weight, all of everything is, is resting on the Lord. And, and he takes it so gently from us. We hear a lot to cast our cares, but to me, it's not a casting or a throwing. It's, it's a rest. It's a rest. And you just lean and lean and lean and, until everything's gone and there's no weight on you anymore. Jesus is bearing not just the weights of this world that he came to take away, but he's also bearing my weight. He's carrying me. He's holding me. He's lifting me. He is the one who's giving me strength because I have leaned in. I have leaned over. I have leaned on. I have taken every weight and I have placed it over onto him. And his, he is so good. He's so good and he wants to help us. He wants to re reveal to us the things that he has made available for us to be free. To be free from the cares of this life. Because, you know, sometimes as ladies and women, we, we, just, we just take on so much. God created us to be a helpmate and to be caregivers and, and to have uh, uh, certain roles and functions in the world. And part of that is because of the heart he gave us, the heart of, to love and to do and to take care of and to, to mentor and to grow and to, to nourish, to see, things, to see things come to life and then grow into to big, uh, big kids or big trees or big men or whatever it is that we're building, whatever Whatever it is that we're nourishing, whatever it is that we're creating, God has given us that. But we, we take some things of the world sometimes and, and we try to nourish them. We try to get the wrong things to grow. We try to take on too much. And, you know, it was, it was pretty heavy on me to the point where I was beginning to think that I might have you know, something wrong with me that I needed to seek the doctor for something to maybe help me, you know, a medication or something to be able to, to get my mind to uh, focus and slow down. And as she was speaking those words to me, it was God speaking those words to me. It was God. And he said, just lean into me. Just lean into me. That means letting it all go. And, and we hear it a lot. We hear it a lot. But we don't have revelation of it. We don't have understanding of it. And that is, it's all part of the same message this weekend to let him be 
the Lord of your life. Let him be your strength. When you stay in, the, in, in worship, when you stay in intimate relationship with him, when you stay in communion with him, when he is what consumes your mind, when he is what consumes your heart, when we seek him every day, even in the tiniest little things, the tiniest things. I heard somebody say one time, God don't care what you wear. He don't. But he cares if I care. He cares if I care. And not that I care to look good, but if I care because this makes this is uncomfortable or, or I don't like this or this is a hindrance to me because I'm down on how I look in that, you know, because I'm self-conscious or I'm, I'm too critical about myself. He cares. He does care. These things aren't too small for him because... He made every tiny bit of us. He made every molecule and every atom. And so he cares about every little tiny thing that we care about. And if it's something we shouldn't be caring about, he wants to take it from us. He wants to take that weight. He wants to take that burden. <clears throat> he wants to remove it from us and set us free and let us be at peace and have the joy of the Lord so that we can worship and fellowship and be in communion with Him, that we can be in His presence and remain in His heart, that we can live out of who He says we are, of who He has made us to be, so that we can be the true daughters of the living God, so that we can reflect His glory and, and, and be His image. And be celebrating in that, be free in that, be relaxed in that, be confident in that, and bold in that, and not worry about the world. Candace was saying last night, who cares what anybody else thinks? That's right, who cares what anybody else thinks? When you're right with God, nobody else matters. If anybody else is mattering to you right now, then you need to get right with God. Because when you're right with God and you're right now with God, nobody and nothing else matters. And that's where we need to remain. That's where we need to remain. That is our place. That is our, where we take our seat. And that is where we rest and enter in and remain seated with the Most High, living the life of abundance, not the life of fret and worry. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, let's just give the Lord praise. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Lord, you are so worthy. You are so precious, and we thank you, Lord. We lift up that name above all names. Jesus, your name is everlasting. Your name is from beginning to end. Your banner is the one that we carry. Your life is the one that we live. It is by your spirit. It is by your love. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. All right. Oh, my gosh. We could just do this. We could just do this. Uh, to be in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God is so good. He is so good. He is so good. 
He is so good. Hallelujah. I tell you right now, if you're breathing, that means God's good. <laughs> if you're alive, that is your proof that God is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I just don't want to take any little thing for granted. I don't want to take any little moment. Like, I just want to always be so cognizant of the presence of God and all that he's done for me. Like, I don't want a second to escape me where I'm not just like so focused on him that I'm just like, thank you, God, for the dirt. Thank you, God, for the table. Thank you, God, for the car. Like, this is how I want to live my life. This is how I, I purpose to be that everything I see and everything I do is God. <laughs> That's what I, that is my heart's desire for me. It is my heart's desire for you. And so today, as we listen to the word, as we enter into his presence, I just want us to receive. Let's just open our hearts and open our minds to, to be cognizant, to recognize God in every tiny thing, because he is in every tiny thing. There is nothing that he is not in. And we just want to just take a hold of that and let it just get down deep so that it never leaves and it never goes away. And we, we don't forget it in an hour or a day. We want to just be ever reminded of the goodness of God. Just like Moses, if I don't want to go if you're not with me. I don't want to go. I don't want to go over there. I don't want to go over there. I sure don't want to go way down there. I don't want to go anywhere. Not even just to the other side of the room if you're not with me. Hallelujah. And he's with us, not in location exactly. He's with us when we, we are aware that he is with us. He is always with us, but when we're not aware, then we make him inactive. We make him inactive in our lives, so we want to be aware. So we want to wake up this morning. We want to wake up to the word. We want to wake up to the Lord. Hallelujah. Who is so grateful for Candace this morning? Oh, my God. I love you. She's so awesome. She's like my, I'm like such a fan. I could listen to her worship forever. I already told you all that because, like, she's like my, she's like my other half in the alternate universe where I could sing and be bold in front of people. <laughs> so we're going to hear from Miss Candace again this morning. She's going to, I don't know what she's got planned for us, but it's going to be good. So let's welcome Miss Candace. Well, <laughs> praise God. How many of y'all are excited? I'm excited. It's funny because we do this thing at Encounter. It's called Encounter at our church. And you're kind of, everybody walks in like this, you know, because they don't know. We don't really tell them what's going on, you know, because, you know, just be open to God. Just be open to, we don't want you to try and preconceive what's going to happen or, oh, I've heard that before or, you know what I mean, or whatever. So they come in and they're weighed down and burdened and wondering and some people aren't even saved, don't know Jesus. So they come in and they're jacked up. Aren't we all without Jesus? Sometimes with Jesus, when we don't let him have some stuff, we're jacked up, right? It's no, it's no good. So anyways, they come in and, you know, we get in, into some groups and without revealing too much about encounter, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> we, we get in there. And uh, the one thing I always say, if I'm a group leader, is like, I'm just so excited. 
I'm so excited for what God's going to do in you. I'm so excited for the things that he's going to speak, for the things he's going to change, for things he's going to shake up. Oh, it's going to be like popcorn. Everything looks like nothing's happening, nothing's happening. And then in the last five minutes, you know, and it's like, yes, butter, you know. So excited is my go-to word. And I guess I need to try like, I'm enthralled. I don't know. I just get a thesaurus or something. So Somebody was laughing. They said, is this coffee? I'm like, no, it's tea. I'm like, we don't think we can handle you on coffee. <laughs> so that's all right. That's okay. All right. I'm going to pray real quick. Man, Daddy God, you are so good. You are so ridiculously good. You are like the triple decker Sunday with cherry on the top, <laughs> on top of the chocolate cake. You know what I'm saying? Like you are too good, only no calories. But we just wanna thank you for being so good. Your word is truth. Your word sets us free. Your word gives direction. Your word is life. And, and to us, you know what? You said that your word is sharp and powerful, that it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even between the bones and the marrow, between the soul and the spirit, the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So pierce our heart with your word today. Holy Ghost, do what you do. You are the best at your job. There's no one who is better than you. So you have your way in this place and you're gonna shake us, roll us and move us and we're not gonna be the same in Jesus' name. Amen, Amen. right? Okay, so during service, you ever like, you ever had that friend that all they do is talk? I mean, I might be that friend. I try to be quiet, you know, but you ever have that friend that all they do is talk? I had, I had a guy friend of mine and, uh, you know, guys aren't normally all big talkers. You know, some are, some are thinking some people that I know, but, uh, I won't name names, but some are talkers and that's fine. And I had a guy friend of mine, he'd call me and he'd say, he'd like, Hey, Candace, what's going on? I was like, Oh, I'm just driving back to Wichita, you know? And cause as I was lived, I lived in Tulsa. I went to Rama, um, and I lived here, um, three years and, uh, he would, he would talk and he's like, yeah, this is going on. I'm doing this and over there. And, you know, I was thinking the other day when I went to the steakhouse and you know, I got a steak and, you know, he's just telling me. And then I'm like, Hey, uh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Hey, you know, yeah, that's when I, I did that the other day. And he's like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? And, and you're not really getting a word in. And then at the end, I'm like, yeah. So, and he goes, yeah, so man, I got to go. But <laughs> and it was like a 20 minute conversation where I said maybe five seconds worth. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't a whole lot going on. And sometimes we feel like we got to talk to God all the time, all the time. Got to fill all the space, all the space, all the time. But when you're quiet, you can hear him. You don't always have to have the radio on. You don't always have to have the TV on. Sometimes I get in the car and I just turn everything off. Yeah. Why? Because then I can hear him. Yeah. And he doesn't just want to talk to you in your, this is the set time. You have those 30 minutes. You want to speak to me, you know, in the morning. He wants to talk to you all day long. Yeah, right. And I asked him once because I started, you know, pulling away from some distracting stuff. I was like the Netflix queen. I would watch Netflix all the time. I'd be cooking and my tablet's up there and I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, like zombified. But I, I mean, series is, and I, I'm kind of extreme. So I either hate something or I love something, and I'm all in or I'm all out, you know? So I just, I'll watch something over and over. Like, Lord of the Rings is my favorite movies. Like, those are my favorite of all time. And Sam is the best. He's my favorite character. And, you know, I'm kind of weepy, anyways. If you don't know this about Pastor Kenny, he's kind of weepy. He just is. I mean, he just soft-hearted. He really is. He'll sit in there. I'm walking in and he's like, 
you know, like tears running. I'm like, what's up? This Hallmark commercial. You know what I mean? Just like, for real, you know? And it's, it's, it's happened. But so like, we've always kind of been like tenderhearted. And then, especially when you're on that time, you know what I'm talking about? So I can't watch like the first Lord of the Rings when at the end of the Fellowship of the Ring, Frodo's going to go to Mordor by himself. You know, he's going to do it alone. And then, and then Sam can't swim, but he's going he's gonna to go anyways. And he's like, Sam, go back. I'm going. And he's like, I'm going alone. I know you are, and I'm going with you. You know, and he's, he's going under the water. He's like, Sam, you can't swim. Hit the violins. You know, and then he's drowning, you know. And in the, in the video, he's like, you can see his hand, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like crying. And then you see the hand come down and pick him up, put him in the boat. He's soaking wet, and he goes, don't you leave him, Samwise Gamgee. That's what Gandalf told me, and I don't intend to. You know, I'm just like bawling, right? (laughs) I was telling them the other day, I was like, when that's that time, it's like you cry about the penguins in the zoo. They don't have a mom, you know, just like crying. (laughs) What are you crying about? The penguins. What? So that kind of thing. But but it's when, when, when you allow God to just touch your heart, when you allow God to speak to you. And I, so I started hearing him more. He's like, let's go on a walk. I'm like, okay, let's go on a walk. Like, I was like, turn on my, no, no, no worship music. Don't worry about that. Just go on a walk. Go on a walk. And I'm like, he's like, you notice you've been hearing me more? I said, yeah, God, you've been speaking more. He's like, no, I'm always talking. You're just not always listening. So we got to listen, right? So we're going to listen this morning. Okay, so during service, you're in this awesome place. You're in worship. Worship is... (laughs) the stuff, and sitting in praise. I love praise. You get free in praise. Like, you can chains fall, chains fall off your body in praise. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can dance right out of depression. I've done it. And if God starts moving on you, I was thinking about this the other day, you can stifle it. You can stifle it. But at home by myself, God starts moving on you, and, and you feel like, ha, 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 ha. You know, and you start laughing. You feel, anybody ever seen anybody drunk in the Holy Ghost? You know, you start laughing, and you can't. You're right? Done it. Been there. You know. And if you haven't, try it. It's great. <laughs> but, you know, he, you know, he'll infuse you with joy. It's strength. It's ridiculously great. And, you know, you start laughing, and you hear, you look ridiculous. Who's that? It ain't God. It really ain't you. It's the devil. So, you know what I do? I start laughing harder. Ha, ha, ha. Like, I can't hear him. <laughs> I just ignore him. Ignore him, he'll go away. You know what I mean? Like, uh, most of the time, especially if you're in worship, when I or tell him, oh, shut up. And then I'll start laughing. You know, because you do it. Dance in the spirit. Laugh. God might tell you to do something crazy. He said, keep your eyes closed and keep dancing. My God, I'll hit my shin, you know, and he's like, you won't. <laughs> ain't no toe like a, ain't no pain like a stub toe pain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's funny. I don't like, if I hit my toe, something like that, I'll say random things like, oh, cherry pie, cherry pie. Ah, shoot a pie. Like, what is that? I don't even know what that is. But the girls make fun of me, you know, shoot a pie. So you're in worship though, right? You're listening to the Father, and, and it's, it's funny because it's not funny, but it is. Whenever you get into worship, then you get quiet. He'll speak to your heart right then. In a crowd full of people, he'll talk right to you. He really will. And you're saying, and they're singing, you are awesome in this place, mighty God. You're like, yes, you are awesome, Abba Father. You are worthy. And you're like, Jesus, I'll do whatever. I'll go wherever. And you mean it. You mean it. 
You mean it. I'll go wherever, I'll do whatever. Why? Because he's so good, you just want to do it all for him. You want to do it all. And he says, oh, great. That's great. I've been wanting to use you. I want you to go to the Dominican Republic. And you say, ah, ah, ah. Well, I'm not going to say no right now because I just said I'll do anything. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but you, you say, God, how can I do that? What have I got to give? What have I got to offer? Who am I? Who am I, right? And God asks things of us that have to do with our purpose. And it's not necessarily that we don't want to. We just don't think we can. It's not that we don't want to. We want to. We just don't think we can. So it's him that has to show us what his purpose for us is. And disclaimer, what are we all called to do? Anybody was here for a rise when Pastor Kenny, Pastor Kenny shared, I think it was on a Tuesday night, he said, you're all called to win souls and make disciples. You're gifted to fulfill your call. You're gifted to fulfill your call, but you're all called to win souls and make disciples. So I love what Pastor Karen was saying, like our purpose is specific. We all have a specific purpose. I don't use the shower sponge for the dishes. That's gross. <laughs> I wash all the off of me in the shower and then I scrub that mildew. You know what I mean? I mean, I might have a bleach toothbrush. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, I'm getting it. But I don't use that for my teeth. We all have a purpose and our purpose is specific. I need, I need the shower sponge but I need the dishes sponge too. Cause I got some bougie cups that you can't put in the washer. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to lose that. And I have different, different things for different uses. I got a dog food cup that I don't use for my coffee. <laughs> Alpo, you know, that's, it's not a good flavor for coffee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But God has a specific plan for your life that he wants you to fulfill. And as you get into intimacy, like we talked about last night, you find out who you are. He tweaks you, he moves you, he makes your character better. You look better, not just on the outside, but to others. You're more loving, you're more kind, and the fruit of the Spirit is in operation. Thank God. Love, joy, peace, first three. Who are they for? Who are they for? Love, joy, and peace. For you. They're for you. You need love. You need to know his love. You need joy. It's your strength, and you need peace. You got to have peace. This world is jacked up. This world is, you know, it's like that one cousin that comes over and he's like, hey, no, I'm just kidding. So the world is jacked up and we need love, joy, and peace. But what's the rest of them? Patience. Praise God. Patience. Kindness. Long suffering. (laughs) Goodness. Faithfulness. Self-control. Self-control. How many of you could use some self-control? Praise God. Thank God for self-control. And I used to not be controlled, especially my eating. And I was like, God, I can't, I gotta, I gotta eat the cookie. You know, and it's coming towards my mouth. Uh, you know, and you're holding it away. And you know, fine. It just fell in. You know, it's fine. But you have self-control. I started saying, Holy Ghost, you are my helper. You help me. And the fruit of the Spirit is in operation in my life. So I have self-control. It works. Why? Because it's the Word and the Word works. You know what I'm saying? So, We're talking about doing what you're called to do. So we have to know that God's plan is so big and so wide. And sometimes we look at it, we're like, and we're thinking that we need like, God, I can build this pond in my backyard. You know what I mean? 
when he wants your, his dreams, the Taj Mahal type thing. You're like, I can't do that. He's like, good, I'm helping you. If you could do it, it wouldn't be faith. If you could do it, he wouldn't need God. You don't do any of the good stuff anyways. That's all him. You're just yielding. It's pretty awesome when you do it too. You say, God's plan is so big and so wide. I don't know. Right? It's a good. You got to rely on him. You got to lean into him. You got to. He asked me once, he said, how many people have you saved? I said, me? Not really any. None. He's like, correct. How many people have you healed? I prayed for people and they've been healed. And I was like, um, none. He said, right. So you're not the healer and you're not the savior, but you're the vessel. And I want to use you. And that's the only way it gets done. That's the only way it gets done is if we create an atmosphere for him to move or we move with him, right? But it's so hard. Let me tell you a story. Okay. So when I was like 11, when I was 11, dad was like, okay, Candy, it's time for you to start doing some stuff like mowing the lawn. You're going to mow the lawn. And I'm like, that's fine. I can mow the lawn. I can do that. So he told me, go out and start the lawnmower. There's gas in it. It should be fine. Hang on a second. It is warm in this jacket. If you can't hack it, get your jacket. That's what Taz Old Pastor used to say. Thanks. So lawnmower. So I go out to the lawnmower and I start, I go to start the lawnmower, right? And I go, nothing happening, nothing. My arm hurts. And I'm like, this is not right. So I go inside and I'm like, dad, I can't get the lawnmower to start. He's like, well, did you prime it? What? Did you prime it? It's just like they said in the, in the Acts, you know, we did not even know there was a primer. And we didn't know there was a Holy Ghost, you know. Like, so I go out there and say, how do you prime it? He's like, there's a little button on the side. You just push it eight times and then you start it. Well, that would have been helpful. So I go out there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, 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 okay, all right, all right. We're in business, right? So he told me, you know, my dad likes the lawn a certain way. So he's like, you're going to mow it. Look straight forward. Don't look to the right. Don't look to the left because that's where you'll go. I'll have crooked lines. We want straight lines in the lawn. And then once you go the one way, then you go the other way. Like a golf course. Like that's how dad wanted. So I did that, right? It is Kansas. It's like June. It's hot. And there I am. Na, 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 na. Because I am pushing. I'm like, this thing is hard. This is rough. So I'm pushing. I've got almost all the way through the front yard. And he comes out and he does this. Because I'm like sweating. I'm like drenched, poor kid. <laughs> Bring me a cup of water, a glass of lemonade. And he, uh, <laughs> he comes out and he's like, Candy, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm mowing the lawn, Dad. I'm building a rocket ship. I'm not going to say that because that's rude. But, <clears throat> and he goes, well, why aren't you using the hang on? And so he ha- he's put your hands on there. And he takes the bar. <laughs> yes. And he's he raising a, I got jerk forward, you know. But often that's what we do. We try so hard on our own. We try to push and we're doing good and I'm doing it. It's getting done, God. And it's a struggle and we're sweating and we're like, oh, no, I don't even want to do this again. You know, this is awful. And instead, if we kick into him and just let, it was easy. Man, I got through the backyard and half the time I was like, glory, glory. This is great, Right. but we can't do it without him, without knowing who we are, without trusting him, 
We gotta do what Jesus did. Are we not supposed to be like Jesus? No, he was the son of God. That's not me, I can't. I know me. He knows you too. He knows you too, stop it. How did Jesus live? He flowed around. Healing, no more leprosy. You know what I mean? He didn't do that. He was a man. He went to the bathroom. He had to lay down and sleep. He had to rest. He was a man. He did it just like we did. He was the model for the prime directive. He was the model. I like Star Trek too, by the way. I just you know, throw that out there. Yes. <laughs> live long and prosper. So, but where did Jesus live from in his life? He lived from the glory. He, so we talked about the cloud last night. We're talking about from the cloud today. You live from the cloud. You live from the glory, from the intimate place. We used to, I used to think about it because, I mean, and I was talking to Pastor Lori about it this morning. We look for events and, and, and times where we can, like, ride high. You know what I mean? And we're like, if I could just get to camp meeting, if I could just get to, to Wonder Woman, if I could just get to a rise, if, you know? We do it in life, too. It's like she was talking about vacation. I can't wait for vacation. Oh, man, I can't wait for vacation. Get to vacation. And then vacation comes and vacation goes. And you got to go back to life. But Jesus lived from that place. I loved it. I think it was Pastor Greg that said the mountain is so you can go through the valley. What you get on the mountain isn't just this. is great. But it's to use. It's to use. It's, it's to use. He was dependent on the glory of God, on the overflow of his intimate relationship with the Father. How, we, how are we carriers of the purpose? We live from the glory. And it's easy. It's not hard. We make it hard. We make it strugglish. We don't, don't have to struggle. No apple tree stands out there and goes, and just shakes until an apple pops out. Ha ha! You know, it doesn't do that. Because why? It's just, it's an apple tree. As long as it's hooked up to the life of the root, life just flows from it. Life flows from it. So your relationship with God and your purpose is your place. God has a place for you. Pastor Karen was talking at the beginning of the conference. He has a seat for me. He has a place for me. And I get there through worship. I get there through intimacy and his word. It's not just singing. It is. It's not just snotting, which it can be. You know what I mean? Or laughing. I mean, sometimes I don't cry during worship. Sometimes at home I'm laughing. I'll start thinking I'm going to cry, and I come, it comes out, huh? <laughs> and I just go with it. Why? He said, he said, don't stop. You don't know what I'm doing. So I go with it. But it, it is those things. But it's not just, oh, God, you're so good, you know, take all of me. It's Romans 12, just like Pastor Rebecca talked about. Romans 12, 1 through 2. Are you going to use a Bible verse? Yes, we're getting there. We're using Bible verses. Romans 12, 1 through 2. When you're there, say, hey. That's three. Romans 12, 1 through 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your what? Reasonable service. God is not unreasonable. He's not. 
What kind of a God would he be if he was? He told me to forgive, and I just can't. Wrong, you don't want to. We've all been there. I don't want to forgive them. If you're being honest, not that I can't, you can. It's reasonable. He forgave us. There's plenty of things that God has to do that are reasonable. We go to work every day. We can come to church. You know what I mean? And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In the Amplified Version, it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties, that's your mind, your will, your emotions, as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, and consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed and changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its ideas and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves that the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. For you. So Romans 12 worship looks like going around and getting that, that coworker that gets on your last nerve a cup of coffee. Romans 12 worship looks like making your, making your spouse a pot of coffee in the morning because you know that he likes it, but you don't think you've got time. And you know what? I'm going to do it anyways. It's sitting down with your kid instead of binging a show. I mean, honestly, you are doing, when you love on them, when you walk out the word, when you choose not to flip somebody off in the car and <laughs> just cut you off, instead you're like, bless your heart, bless your heart, praise your Lord, the bless them, bless them, let them have the best day. That's worship. That's worship. That's living sacrifice. Oh, buddy, this here is saying worship and living a life of worship and presenting yourself in attitude and action toward God and lining up with his word to do his word is being conformed to his patterns and not the pastimes, patterns, and cultures of this world. So what's like the favorite thing of the world? Drama. Drama. Love the drama. Not me. I can't stand it. Them housewife shows, you know what I mean? <laughs> and if you like them, that's fine. You know, bless your heart, you know. But if you wonder why you want to rip somebody's head off all the time or you're just waiting for Tessa to tell you what she thinks, you know, then that's why because <laughs> you're eating them bonbons of drama. You know what I mean? You're sitting there feeding yourself. So when we choose his way over ours, that's wisdom. That's worship. Proverbs is full of it. Proverbs 14.1. Proverbs 14, 1 through 2. When you there, say hey. Hey. Proverbs 14, 1 through 2. Every wise woman builds her house, but the foolish one tears it down with her hands. He who walks in uprightness reverently and worshipfully fears the Lord. But he who is contrary and devious in his ways despises him. Verse 8 says, and I'm pretty sure that verse 8, is that, that's the end of verse 2, right? Okay, verse 8, if you skip down, says the wisdom 
This is amplified, sorry. Godly wisdom, which is comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. Of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of self-confident fools is to deceive. And really we think about like deceiving others, but I believe it's talking about deceiving yourself. I'm okay. I'm good. I mean, God have an understanding. I got this. I can be this way. I was born like this. And you can take that any way you want, but you can take it also as I was born, as, you know, my family holds grudges. I was born with that attitude. I was born just, no, ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. That's not God's way. And what's fear? What is it was saying? The fear, fear of God is worshipful. It's not like, <laughs> you know, you're not afraid of God. There's no fear in love for the perfect love casts out all fear. This is talking about fear as in respect. Right? Lifting everything I do and say up to God and saying, does this please you? Does this please you? Does this please you? There was some stuff in my life in 2020 that did not please God. There were some attitudes in my life that did not please God. And he said, man, cut that off. That's dead. That's dead. You can't grow with that on you. It's respect and relationship, right? Not my wisdom, not my way, but his. Are you worshiping him or me? Because it's one or the other. Am I worshiping him or am I worshiping me? What he wants, what he thinks, and what he would desire. Because a lot of times we think, I, th- I, I want, I think, I feel. Right? Yeah. We need what we, he wants, he thinks, and he feels. That's what we need. And the more that we live from the presence of God and get intimate with him, we know what he wants. We know what he thinks. This word tells us as well, and he, we know what he feels. We know what he feels. How do we live from the glory then? How do we do that? How do we live to be carriers of the glory and just like, you know, hit them with it. (laughs) We just got to hit them, you know, and that's what he wants us to do. How do we do that? Number one, stay connected. You got to stay connected. You have to stay connected. Jude one, go to Jude. It's right by Revelations. Oh, there's only one chapter in Jude, by the way. So it's Jude, Jude 20 through 21. I believe this is a new King James I'm going to read. Jude 20 through 21. When did I say hey? Hey, I like that. But you, beloved, who's that? That's you. If you get nothing else from this like weekend, you need to get the he loves you. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, ah, praying in the Holy Spirit. You ever been hooked up to, okay, you ever been hooked up to electricity, like in the natural, like you accidentally like hit the, (laughs) it's twice, it's happened to me twice, two times, it wasn't fun. And once they thought I was joking because, you know, uh, I could do that, you know, and my finger, it was like a fluorescent bulb and I'm going to put it in and I was daycare, like teaching for the pre-K daycare and that was my job and they're all sitting on the mat because somebody was going, super babies, super babies and throwing a baby doll up in the air, making it fly and it hit the light and it, you know, know, busted it. So I had to change it. So I'm up there, but didn't turn off the light. Right. So I put it up in there and I went, yeah, 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 just like that. Like that's what, that's what I did. And all the kids, right. They go, ah, this Candace, you're so funny. And I said, Oh, I couldn't feel my first, like two fingers. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's not fun, but there's a reaction when you stay hooked up. When you are praying in the Holy Spirit, you are hooked up to a current from heaven. You are connected. Oh, my goodness. 
If we go on, it says, keep yourselves in the love of God. How are you going to keep yourself in the love of God? By staying in the Word, staying connected, staying prayed up in the Holy Spirit, right? Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Amplified says, but you, beloved, build up yourselves, uh, build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith. Make progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. That's for you. Rise like an edifice, higher and higher. Praying much on the Holy Ghost and keeping stirred up so that you remember constantly that he's with you will help you hear his voice and operate in the glory. Because he's the power hand of the Trinity, right? God the Father, he thinks and speaks. Jesus is the sacrifice. The Holy Spirit's the hand. He's who worked through Jesus to do all the works of Jesus. We have to get away with our God. We have to do it. Pray in the Holy Ghost and get away. Be intimate with him. Lunch break, whatever, 15 minutes. If I get overwhelmed at any point, even if it's, I've got a whole lot to do at work, I'll back up. I'll go to the bathroom. I'll start, you know, I'll start, I'll pop in an earbud or something and I'll start praying. You know, I worship, I worship you. Just, I, I go to the old songs sometimes, you know, like real old, like the 80s, you know, I mean, like 80s and 90s, but, you know, I worship you, Lord, I worship you. And if you just stay still, in a bathroom stall, I mean, God is legit not bound by your, well, you can only be here. It's not like that. You got to get away with him, right? Mark 1, 35 through 39. Mark 1, 35 through 39. It says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for them. And when, he had, when they had found him, they said to him, everyone is looking for you. And did Jesus be like, oh, I'm sorry. I know. I should have told y'all where I was going. And, you know, I just, I mean, you know, I was, I was getting away with God. You know, we would do that. We'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. You know, hey, guys, I'm going to go here for a while. That's where I'm going to be. No, he just went off. He just disappeared, right? And he said, but he said to them, let us go to the next towns that I may preach there also because for this purpose, I have come forth. He went to his daddy God to get father God, whatever you wanna call him. Father, I call him daddy because he's my daddy. Abba father means daddy, God. That's what I'm saying. So anyways, he's off there and he said, for this purpose, I've come forth. So he got marching orders. He went to be with God, not necessarily get a word. You know what I mean? We're like, God, give me a word, give me a word, give me a word. That's not what he went for, but he got it when he went there. Why? Because that's what he wants to do. We hook up with him and then he leads us. He makes us, he tells us who we are so we can walk out who we are. And in him, not in us. He said, for this purpose, I've come forth. And right after that, it said, and he was preaching in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and casting out demons. Here comes the boom. That's what I'm saying. When you come out of, when you come out of prayer, you ever come out feeling like, wow, you know, like just so ready, so ready. Who's next? Who's next? Come on. Who's next? Jesus, tell me who, where are they at? Where are they at? Who's bound and needs free? Who's bound and needs free? Who's ready? Who's looking for you? 
Because you got something, whether you think you do or not, right? And the more you get with him, the more you realize you do and that he wants to use you. And as you lean on him, it's not so hard. It's not hard. Jesus said, I only speak what I hear my father say, and I only do what I see my father do. Right? I know we don't always do that like we need to. I mean, sometimes it's like, well, shouldn't have said that. You know what I mean? I've been there. You know, he... (laughs) I apologize, you know, like something like that. You know what I'm saying? But we, he wants us to get to the place where we just are so in tune with him. And you can. It's not just for the elites or who we think are elite. You're saints. You're part of, of the great body of believers, his bride. He thinks you can do it. You're worth it. He fashioned you for it. He made you for this. You were made for this. So here in Mark 1, he pulled a Batman on them. They're standing there talking. They're like, isn't that right, Jesus? Jesus? And he's just gone, right? Turn around and wish he's gone. He went out early. He snuck out and prayed. He got alone with the one that he loved. He let his father pour into him. And then he went out preaching, teaching, casting out demons. We can't do it unless we put in the time and stay connected to the power source. So... John 15, 1. John 15, 1. I love this. Love it. You there say hey? Hey? All right. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot what? Bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I, verse four through five then, skip down there. says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do Nothing. Nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather him and throw him in the fire, and they're burned. You can bear fruit if you're hooked up. Alone in your own power and strength, you've got, drum roll please, nothing. Nothing. And you know what? Don't feel bad. None of us do. (laughs) There's no power in us to do anything supernatural. It's him through us. I feel so withered and dry. I'm in a dry. I feel like, you know, you know I, feel, I feel, when I'm walking around spiritually, I'm crunching. You know, you know what I'm saying? Little pieces are falling off, you know. It's, it's bad. Crusty and angry at times, you know, and you feel frustrated. And you're like, somebody comes in like, bless God, I'm so glad to see you. Yeah, you too. You know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You feel crusty, musty, and dusty, and you don't know why. It's because you're not hooked up. It's because you're not hooked up. Get hooked back up with the vine. Apart from him, you can't even have the fruit of the spirit. You can't. Come on, there's a reason that you feel like a raisin. <laughs> you, got, you gotta stay hooked up. You have to. Number two, stay enamored and willing. You ever have somebody that just makes you feel good about yourself? Makes you feel good. I'm like, I'm so in love with him. He makes me feel beautiful. I, he makes me believe I can do anything. When you came from, when you live in the place of glory and boldness and com, you have boldness and confidence. 
He makes you feel like you can do anything because he said you can. He said, with men, it's impossible. I'm never going to lose this weight. I'm never going to get any better. I'm never going to get over that divorce. I'm never going to get over that hurt. I'm never going to be able to reach anybody. I'm ne- he said, with man, it's impossible. His disciples even said, and he didn't say, stop that, don't say that. He was, he was like, yeah, you're right. With man, it ain't happening. It's like, but with God, all things are possible to him who believes. And we love that verse. We love that verse exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think, right? Exceedingly abundantly. There was even a song about it back in the day. I'm going old school today. I don't know. Exceedingly abundantly far above all we could ever ask or think. You know, it's just like, that song gives me, you give us all things to enjoy in your presence. You know, they are his fullness of joy. So anyways, we're not supposed to do that right right now, but exceedingly abundantly and we love it and we say it and we're like, God said he'd do exceedingly abundantly above and he did. What's the rest of the verse? exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works in you. Y'all, according to the power that works in you. God's not gonna do it apart from you. I can have a lamp all day long, but unless I have a bulb in the lamp, it's not gonna do anything. We were in the hotel room and we were looking for light and we're turning on the lights, you know, and there's one light in between the two beds and you turned it on, it was like, it was like they put the wrong bulb in it. You know what I mean? Because it was like service of the sun. It was, and it was really dark. And she's like, let me turn on the, you know, it's just like burning the corneas. But it's because without the, without the bulb, the light's no good. What's wrong with the power? What's wrong with the power? Where's the power? Nothing wrong with the power. The bulb ain't working right because it's not hooked up. You're the bulb. If we don't have you, we haven't got the power. God don't need me. He sure does. He sure does. He's sovereign. He's sovereign and according to his word, he walks out his will. He said, how will they hear unless I have, and they'll say I have a preacher. How will they preach unless they're sent? I love that. Jesus said, you know what? What you need to pray is that God sends laborers into the harvest field. And then hop over to Isaiah and say, here am I, send me. You're the laborers and you can do it. You can do it, you can do it. You can witness to the people. You know, you can do it. You don't have to be scared. You don't be freaked out. It's not hard. Legit, number one tool you got is share your testimony. You haven't got just one, but the real big one is how you got saved. Share your testimony. Paul used that, that all the time. He's, it was his go-to, man. He, right? So he's standing there in front of Felix. He's standing there in front of all them Jews that are wanting to kill him, tried to rip him apart. He starts talking to him. He's like, so on the way to Damascus once, so on the way to Damascus, you couldn't deny what happened in his life. You're walking testimony and you're a walking vessel of his glory and his power. You gotta stay enamored with him. Realize who he thinks you are and who you really are. Because the devil will try to tell you who you are all day long. Yeah. Girl, you fat, you ugly, you're never gonna do it. Mm, look at them toes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Something that was said this week even, 
was that um, when you talk bad about yourself, you're talking bad about your spouse. So really, you're created in God's image, right? And here's your husband. Even if you're single, your husband is Jesus. So when you say, I hate my feet, they're ugly. I used to say it all the time. I said my right foot looked like a flounder turned sideways because I got a bunion. <laughs> That's true, girl. I'm sorry. I wouldn't hardly wear flip-flops. I was like, I went on a double date once. Bless his heart. Well, I didn't go on a second one. That's for sure. And it wasn't DJ, so nobody look at him when he comes. <laughs> but I went on a double date and the guy's like, I was wearing flip-flops for once or whatever. And he's like, ooh, what happened to your foot? I said, it's ugly because I was born with it. He's like, no, really, what happened to it? Oh, okay. We're I said, it's ugly. It was born like that. It came out like, you know, that's, that's how it was. No, I said, really, God, dude, really? Like for real though? I hate my feet. Thanks for that. You know, but why? Because the word of God says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the gospel. Don't do that. Look at this. You know, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Little chicken cutlet over here, you know, don't don't talk about don't talk about yourself like that. Little chicken cutlet here, I'm like, Whoa, you know. Don't. Why? Why are you hating? He says you're beautiful. And really, if you don't like it, he can help you change it. He cares. I told God, I'm like, I am fat God, I am big and fat. And he's like, well, you don't like it. I can help you. I said, but you don't care about that. I should be able to do that on my own. He's like, what do you mean I don't care? I don't care if you're healthy. I can even give you a plan to do it. I even gave you the Holy Ghost to be your helper on the inside. I was like, but God, that's just for ministry. He's like, it's for you. What are you doing? You know, he's like, come on. And he helped me. And legit, he'd tell me, no, when I tell you to say no to things, say no to things. He put me on a really strict diet, and th that's fine. He might not do that with you. He might give you another outline. Totally fine. It's you and him. But listen, he'll tell you. And a lot of times we think, and I like that, it's not a big deal to God. God don't care if I'm murder, murder. You know, God don't care. But he does. He wants you to be whole, and he wants you to be happy. That's what he wants. So I was, I was walking through, and I wasn't supposed to have popcorn. Like with, on the diet, and they, the random popcorn was sitting in the daycare. I was working at daycare, and it's sitting there, and I, I, I went to go grab it because, you know, you just have it. Anything's there. I want I'm going to eat it. Huh? You know, I'm just going to put it in my mouth. And the Holy Ghost said, you don't need that. Say no. I'm like, no. <laughs> like to the popcorn, I, I did. I walked away. Some of you are shopping, right? I've been in the store before, and I walk by, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. That's cute. <laughs> Yeah, how to look good. And I reach for it and I go, I don't need you. And I, and I walk away. Well, does it have a spirit? No, that's not what I'm saying. Don't get all, you know, like granola Christian, nuts, fruits, and flakes. Don't get all like that. But I'm saying sometimes he'll help you and you don't even, you, you don't realize he wants to. He'll help you, you got to trust him, right? You're the one, you're one with him, and so as you lay those things down at his feet, he'll tell you who you really are and how much he believes in you, and then you'll believe you can, and you will. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. It means what you think, what you believe about yourself, it's what you are. So don't let anybody else tell you. Let him tell you. Okay, so when I was young, when I was little, um, my mom was like 29 years old when she passed away. 
I'm older than my mom ever was on this earth. So my mom <clears throat> was an amazing singer, and she loved leading people to Jesus, like my birth mom. And she was just this awesome singer. She, she was a druggie. She came out, she dealt drugs with her husband, her first husband. She got married real young. She got pregnant at like 15. And then she married her husband, and his name was also Kenny, but everybody called him Bird. I don't know a weird nickname, but that's okay, whatever. So they, they would do drugs together, whatever. Well, she miscarried at eight months pregnant. So she had to have her baby and everything, and it really tore her up. And then after she was pregnant, he told her, after she miscarried the baby, he told her, your thighs are fat. So she was anorexic. You know, so she had real issues with her, her self, with her identity, with who she was. She wasn't even saved. Grandma Shirley was always telling her, you need to give your life to Jesus. You need to love on God. I, I told you Jesus is real, you know, and she's so... One day she said, you know what, <clears throat> I just, I need, I need to change. I can't do this anymore. Gave her life to Jesus, free from drugs, totally redeemed and saved, radically changed. I mean, just, she would pray over her husband's pillow at night and anoint it. One night she, um, she, he told her, he's like, Sherry, turn over. And she said, why? And he's like, go, whatever. Or then go wipe that stuff off your face. She's like, I don't have anything on my face. He's like, yes, you do. And it's stop. Just go wipe it off. She's like, I don't have anything on my face. And he's like, well, your face is glowing and it's freaking me out. <laughs> God was trying to get to him. God was trying to get to him. And basically he ended up telling her, it's me or God, you choose. I'm tired of this. She wouldn't party with him anymore. She wouldn't sell drugs anymore. She didn't even tell him to stop. She said, I don't know, he can't, he can't help himself. He's not even redeemed, but I'm trying, you know. But he, she said, I won't choose. I love you both. So he said, I'm going to divorce you. So he left her. And about two months later, they found him. And it, I don't think it's the judgment of God. I think it's the enemy trying to take him out. They found him in a field, dead, stuffed full of pills. Because he got in a drug deal with the wrong people. And the police didn't want to get involved. So they said, suicide. Right? So... A couple weeks later, she ended up, weeks, no, not a couple weeks. It was a couple years later, she ended up um, dating this guy who was a butcher. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And they were like engaged-ish. And I guess grandma didn't like him very much because they were all at dinner. And uh, she's like, so what do you do? And you're, you're a meat cutter, right? And he's like, no, she, you're a butcher, right? And he's like, I'm a meat cutter. You know, <laughs> so she's like, okay. <laughs> but so the relationship wasn't really going anywhere. Long story short, dad got saved, came to the church, was there for a little while, and then got introduced to my mom. And he was like, he, I guess he shook her hand forever. Like, he was just shaking her. She's like, this guy's weird, you know? Like, but they sang, and he sang, and she, so he's, he got, kind of got her. He went on a date with her, and he was sick, and so he kept swigging Pepto-Bismol the whole time because he didn't want to cancel the date. And she came home, and she's like, Mom, this dude is so weird. Like, <laughs> she's like, I can't, I can't. I'm not going out with that Kenny Powers again. It's just not going to happen. So then he asked, he gave her another, she gave him another chance because they were singing together. He's like, well, will you sing with me? Real sly, huh? You just, will you sing with me? Dad his eyes, I don't know. But long story, they fell in love. They got, they got together, and um, they were married eight years. And they were going into ministry. They would, they would worship together. He led worship for long. They did youth pastoring. They did um, nursery work. And they did it all. Like, they did it all. And then Pastor Kevin, well, not Pastor, it's Evangelist Kevin Powers. Um, that you, he's come here. Um, he started our church at Glorious Bible Church in Wichita. And then he gave the church to um, my dad in 1992. 
And so at first pastor was like, no, no, I'm, I'm a worship leader. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like he's not, I'm not doing that. And finally God's like, you are. So they took over the church and uh, it was 1992. It was a Wednesday night and he had been given the church on Sunday and he preached his first sermon on Wednesday night. And we were on our way home from uh, church and we got in a car wreck and she passed away. Like all of us were in the car, got in a wreck and she passed away. Before that, though, what I didn't know, and, and somebody, you know, help bless their, bless their heart, well-meaning, when I'm seven, I was seven, um, tells me, you know what, your mommy got before Jesus, and she said, I love my family, and I love, I love, uh, I love my family, and I love my, my kids and my husband, but I want to stay with you. And, you know, that's probably true, and that's fine. You know, but as an adult, I get it, but as a kid... I didn't get it. I was like, so you don't want me. You don't care to stay. And, you know, I might not have been the case, but all she said before she passed away was, I just want to go home. She'd get frustrated. I just want to go home. Meaning heaven. I just want to go home. I just want to go home. She'd say it a lot. So then, hmm, I went through encounter. God worked me through that kind of stuff. He healed my heart. He healed my heart of that. I had rejection from that. And pastor talks about secret world. I had rejection. Everybody leaves me, nobody. And I'd sabotage relationships. You know what I mean? I'm not just talking like, I'm not talking like relationships with a significant other. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about just can't, you know, because of rejection and all that. Well, anyways, God healed my heart of all that. I said, you know what, Daddy, I, I, thank you. You know, you take, heal my heart and I forgive her. I forgive her. I let it go. So it's one thing to think something happened and to perceive it happened and then to feel like it did happen that way. So a couple weeks later, a couple months later, somebody came to the church and they were talking to my dad and they used to be really good friends with my dad and my mom before um, she passed away. And they said, you know, I talked to Sherry and she said, I just don't see myself doing this. I can't see it. I know Kenny's called to do this, but I just can't see myself. I mean, what have I got to give? She had to give a lot. She was super anointed. She, 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 oh, she was so anointed and the gifts were in her. And when they said that, it made me so mad. I was like mad. I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. So you thought, I can't do this. I want to go home. So you just went home, you left me. Because you didn't want to step up to the call. I was mad, you know what I mean? But not really rightfully, so Jesus walked me through that. He's like, no, see, the enemy lied to her and told her she was her past. He told her she wasn't good enough. She couldn't do it. It wasn't in her, and it was. If she got intimate with me, I could have shown her. And to no fault. I mean, like, what are you going to do about it? At this point, but I had a dream like a year or so ago and God showed me and he said, he, he, I was laying out, she was, she was in my dream and we were at a church and I'm standing in a prayer line and she comes up and she didn't recognize who I am, but she's laying hands on people and she goes, huh, there's a gift and calling of God on your life and starts prophesying over me in my dream, right? And I wake up and God is like, that's what she was supposed to do. But because she didn't, I put a double anointing on you. 
and that mantle is on you and you're gonna walk out what she should have if she would have got intimate with me and let me show her who she is. So listen, y'all, don't let the enemy steal from you. Don't let him take your purpose or take you out. Don't let things come out of your mouth that say things like, I can't do it, I'm not enough. If you knew what I'd been through, if you knew who I was, if you knew I don't know what I'm doing, you don't have to know. You just obey him. You just do what he told you to do and get intimate. Let him show you who you are and you can operate from the glory and lives will be changed like you never thought. He'll give you the desires of your heart. You have to stay with him. He'll push you, he'll grow you, and he'll empower you to live from the glory. Last one is to bear fruit. John 15, if you're still there, John 15, two. Are you still there? I, I think we were in John last time. John 15, two through four, and then we're gonna go through seven through eight. It says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You're already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit in itself unless it's abide in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it will be done for you. I desire to be used, Father. I desire for you to show me who I am. I desire to see in the spirit realm. I desire for you just to move through me. I desire to step out and to see supernatural things happen in my everyday. I don't care if it's at Walmart. I don't care if I, if I don't feel comfortable. I desire that and he'll do it for you if you stay hooked up with him. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so be my disciples. He didn't call you to be comfortable. He called you to be fruitful. He wants to make you more like him. And he who is fruitful gets the pruning. So if you feel like, God, man, you're just working on me, tell me. Good. That means you're fruitful. So you can bear more fruit. I had petunias. And my petunias just, they just, they got too hot and they just, they shriveled up, right? And they were sad looking petunias. They started out like, woo. You know what I'm talking about? When you buy the, at the store, you're like, that's gorgeous. You know, I like plants. So like, but I'm not really like green. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm mediocre at it. You know, I'm, I'm, I ain't no Betty Crocker. <laughs> just kidding. That's my aunt says something about that when it was, uh, <laughs> we were talking about a garden. I'm like Betty Crocker baked. <laughs> but anyways. These petunias are like, boom, you know, they got all these beautiful blossoms and then they look like, you know, they're looking sad. So I thought, oh no, can these dry bones live? You know, I'm like, this thing is looking, looking sad. So I cut off all the dead parts and honestly, it looked really sad when I was done with it. It looked like, you know, when before it was like, Give it some time, water it, and it went, and it starts sprouting all this new life. So sometimes you feel like God's pruning you, and that's okay. It's for more fruit because you cannot grow until you cut off the dead. You can't do it. You're meant to be more, so live from the glory and let him tell you who you are. Don't tell him who you are. Let him tell you. You can't fake fruit. You can't fake it. You ever bitten to a piece of wax fruit? Uh, I have, because I like fruit. <laughs> and I was like, hey. Uh. 
sorry, there's teeth marks in your fruit now. You know what I mean? I guess. <laughs> you can't fake fruit, so you have to stay up. Be enamored and willing, and you can bear the fruit. This is how we live from the glory. This is how we do the works of Jesus. I've got a place, a specific place that God designed for me, a place of fruitfulness, a place of worship and intimacy, a place that I'm living from the cloud, hooked up with Jesus so I can see kingdom come through my life and disrupt the enemy. He'll start telling you to do crazy things like, go ahead, tell that frustration, frustrating demon to get up out of your house. Oh, tell that spirit of heaviness it can't stay. Stuff, I mean, it, it, it runs right into spiritual warfare, man. You, when you know who you really are, you know who your authority, your authority and you walk it out. Doing Romans 12 style worship. This is when we win souls and make disciples. This is when we lay hands on the sick and they recover. This is when we cast out demons. This is when we do things we, call, we thought we could never do. If we get into the cloud and get intimate with him and his word, then live from the cloud and let him flow through us to fulfill our purpose. He'll take you on a journey you never thought you could go on. He'll do things with you you never thought you could do. And it all starts with being intimate, loving on him, and just stepping out because he believes in you, so then you believe in yourself. Not the power of you, but the power of what he can do through you. So I'm telling you, y'all, I hope you got something out of that. I hope that it touched your heart. My goodness, because we, we make it hard. And honestly, what he told me a long time ago, we make it so hard, Candy, you make it so hard. Just stay in love with me. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And I, hey, we all beat ourselves up for messing up. And the enemy's right there, of course, trying to help you. But his mercies are new every morning. Does the word work or not? Did it change you or not? Is it good enough to, for him to forgive you? Then forgive yourself and move on. Roll on, rolly wheel. Don't just stop. It's time to go. It's time for us to do it. So everybody stand up. I'll do it like John Ramirez. I love that. Stand up, I'll pray for you. I love that. <laughs> He's like, hey, stand up, I'll pray for you. You mean stand up, I'll pray for you. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. I told DJ. I was like, you need to just do that. <laughs> stand up, I'll pray for you. But... Lift your hands in this place. Father God, we want to thank you for the fact that you believe in us, that you believe, you, you, you believe in us, creator of the universe, God who formed us in our mother's wombs. Before the world was began, you had a purpose and a plan for us. You had a place for us. You had a calling for us. And it's specific. And it's no one in the world can do what we can do. As each person, no one in the world can speak into people's lives like we can. No one in the world can fulfill that calling, that prayer intercession calling that we have, that, that winged souls calling that we have like we can. We are specific and we're made for a specific purpose. And for this time, for, for this time, for such a time as this, we were brought into this world so that we could manifest your glory in this earth and that the knowledge of the glory of God would cover the earth like the waters cover the seas. We'll do what Isaiah 60 says and we will arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. We'll do it. 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 Father God, we honor and worship you. We love on and cling to you. We give you all. If you're here to, to this morning and you feel like you want to rededicate yourself to him or you don't know Jesus, it's the most important thing in the world. It's the most important thing that you could do is to get with him. 
And honestly, we don't do it because we feel like we know all our imperfections and we, we don't know it. And it's just going to be one more time around. And no, it is, it is time for change. And when you decide to change, he hooks up with you. And if you confess with your mouth, that's all it takes. Just give him your, your whole heart, your all. Don't hold anything back. If that's you this morning, then come. If you have, that's you this morning, then come. We talked about staying hooked up and being filled with the Holy Spirit as well. I guess one more time, if you want to give your life to Jesus, if you want to rededicate your life, now's your time. Come forward. And you know what? If not now, find a leader afterwards. Find somebody. Say, you know what? I wanted to do that, but I, I don't know why I waited. Don't wait, first of all. Like, don't, don't, don't wait. He's worth stepping out for, stepping out of your He stepped out of heaven for you. You can step out of your seat for him. But if you're here and you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, come get filled. Come get filled with the Holy Spirit. He said to the disciples, wait in Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. It's for you. It's for you. It's a free gift. It's just like salvation. All you've got to do is receive. If you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in tongues, it will level you up. You'll do what Jude said, building yourself up, praying in the Holy Spirit, rising like an edifice higher and higher. If you at one point were filled with the Holy Spirit, but you kind of let the gift run dry and you feel like you've neglected it, come up, come up. Be refilled. Be refilled this morning. Get you a fresh dose. Get you a fresh dose. Don't leave saying, I shoulda. I shoulda. Maybe I, sh I shoulda done that. Don't have regret. Leave full and overflowing. Leave full and overflowing. Torandasaya kiliataya santos. If you need anything this morning, if you need healing in your body, if you need freedom in your mind, freedom from the bondages of, of addiction or depression, and it doesn't have to be addiction to anything severe. I mean, it could be any kind of addiction. If that's you, come get free. He wants to use you. If you're bound up, you can't be used. He wants you free. The home the sun sets free is free indeed. If that's you, you need healing in your body, or you need freedom from anything that's holding on to you, come. Get your freedom. Get your change that you want. I'll pray with you. We'll, we'll see God move. Oh my goodness, he's so good. Anybody at all? All right. Hallelujah. Torrondo solo koyatis. Rest. 
from the turmoil of your mind, from the questions of your heart. It's like a swirling. Just rest. <laughs> There's a breaking and a freedom that comes. And you'll not let it attach itself again. Peace. Calm. Rest. Just rest. Mm. And all the how-tos and all the I don't understands and all the whys, they'll melt away. Be replaced by peace and by a level of being used of him more than you thought possible. Just rest. I thank you, Father, for restoration of vision and dreams of her heart. I thank you, Father God, that you're not done and you're not anywhere close to being done. Oh, but that the fire of the dream that you've placed in her, have I not spoken it? Will I not bring it to pass? He said. <laughs> have I not spoken it? Will I not bring it to pass? For my work shall not return unto me void, but it will accomplish the thing to which I sent it to do. Renewal of the fire of the Holy Spirit and the dream of God that goes to your children and their children's children. <sighs> so there's rest. Oh Lord Jesus. You're so worthy. So good. So good. Too good. Too good. Too good. You're too good. Lift your hands one more time. Father God, I pray over these ladies this night. I pray, Father, this morning that you give them the revelation that they are a goldfish. And if they don't stay in their little bowl where they're comfortable, and they go into the lake that you decide to put them in, they can grow and they can expand and they can be a 10, 12, 20 pounder instead of little bitty. But God, I like my bowl. I like my little rocks. I like my little tree in the side. No, I'm taking you into open waters. And I thank you, Father, that you remind them that they are fearfully and wonderfully made. That they're made for a purpose and a place and they belong in you, in love with you. I belong here. And then when the enemy comes and tries to tell them who he thinks they should think they are or who the world thinks they should think they are, you just laugh at him. <laughs> Do you remember your future? Like, you remember where you're going? Because I know the end. And so through our God, we shall do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies. We sing because you're the one who throws the horse and the rider into the sea as we just stay in love with you.
And we'll dance the dance of two camps and lead others in the dance as well. Being your bride. I thank you, Father, for the fire of the Holy Spirit that burns in them. I thank you for the intimacy levels they're going to go to and they're going to soar and it's going to change just the atmosphere even of the church, even beforehand of service. And oh my goodness, they'll begin to step out like they didn't think they could. They'll begin to do things they didn't think they could. They'll begin to speak to people like they didn't think they could. And the signs and the wonders will flow and the gifts will operate and the fruit will operate. And it's going to be beautiful because of who you are, because they got a hold of who they are so they can fulfill their call, their purpose, their destiny, and their God-given mandate in Manford, Oklahoma. We magnify worship and honor you because of it. Thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for your word. Thank you for it all. We give you the praise in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Somebody give him a shout. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. You know, she was, as she was calling out things uh, for people who need prayer, you know, I was, um, I was going to go up, but I waited a minute, but I didn't, I didn't say no. I just was waiting a minute because, um, you know, I was thinking, I want to go up because I want to have Candace pray for me. That's what I want because God said, God said, she might not have said what you think your need is at the moment, but when you step out, she's been anointed, and I'm going to meet that need through her. So just because she didn't speak to whatever it is you need right now, you might not he need healing in your body. You might not need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You might not need whatever she said, but God knows what you needed. And so when you step out and step up in faith, he's going to answer that need. It's good. That anointing is going to flow through her, and it's going to come forth. And so I just want to encourage you, if you just... You just want to want to take a minute to be with God. If you just want to receive some of that double portion, you know, if you just want to you just want to glean a little bit of that. If you just want to just have a moment uh, with God, He's just saying, "Come now." Come now. Don't wait. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Don't hold out. Don't think anybody's going to think anything that you're weak or you're hurting or, or I didn't answer you where you are because you're not holy enough. God has things for us this morning. He has, he has what he wants to give us, his anointing, his blessing, his goodness, his love, his power. He wants to pour it out over us. And it's going to come through this moment of prayer, this moment of transaction, this this when she touches us we're going to receive that power she said you can't you can't uh when you touch the power source there's a reaction and right now she is that source that that power is flowing through and so god is saying come and so i'm coming so <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> Freedom from your own insecurities. See, like a child dancing, just dancing in the cloud. <laughs>
meant for so much more 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 and there have been things that I told you I said I'm going to push you out of your comfort zone you said I like to be comfortable God he said I know but it doesn't matter I'm going to push you and I'm going to use you and I'm going to use you like you didn't think oh my goodness and your testimony of restoration is going to be one that helps restore others oh my God and you'll go places even in Dombrongongo intimacy in your relationship with your husband that you didn't think you could you'll go places beyond what you thought was the best into the better into the glory into the kingdom life fruitful (laughs) so you hear well done fruitful so you hear well done fruitful (laughs) big things come in small packages (laughs) dynamite don't have to be big to be powerful (laughs) oh Satan just hates it when you get up he's like oh crap she's up she's up she's up now what now what are we gonna do Let's try and throw everything we can at her to just try and, and get her overwhelmed and undone. Let's, let's try that. It ain't working. Let's try to turn up the fire. She turned up the fire on the inside of her. Yes. You're getting ready to explode. Because yes. big things come in small packages that the fire of the Holy Spirit turns up like 12 degrees in Jesus Jesus name So beautiful. So beautiful. You don't believe it sometimes because of what people have said to you, what they've spoken over you, but it's lies. So beautiful. And when I look at you, my heart just races and leaves it. You're so mine. So all those shackles from what people have said, all those things that bind your mind are gone now. Gone, broken, 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 broken in Jesus' name. Ah. <sighs> 
<laughs> and you're more powerful than you think you are. I'm going to show you. I'm going to use you. I'm going to use you. I want to use you. I want to. It's not you. Just let me use you. And it'll be a beautiful song that we'll sing together. It was already written on your heart. It's your mind. Thank you, Jesus. Sonoro vrangaya sikia tilia tis. I want to be better. I want to be better, God. I just want to be better. I want to be better. I want to be better. Just make me better. Make me better. Make me better. Make me better, Mom. Make me better. Make me better everything. I just want to be better. I just want to just be more like me. I'm going to make you like me. I'm going to make you like me. I'm going to make you like me. I'm just going to make you like me. How about that? We'll just make you like me. Because instead of trying to be the best version of yourself, I make you like me in the image of my son. And as you rest, you'll find release from that. Release. Release. So just rest, just rest, just come to me and put down those things that I told you, you don't really need that. And say, oh, okay, God, no, no, you don't really need that. And find the more, find the better because I'm the best better you're ever gonna get. <laughs> oh, no comparison, mm, no comparison. Mm. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got an opinion of what they think or how they think or who they think you are, who you think you are. And even you got an opinion. But he wants you to trust his opinion. He wants you to trust his opinion and find out who he thinks you are. He thinks you are something else. Not in a bad way, in a really good way. <laughs> you know what? He's going to take you in places that you never dreamt you could go. He's got a purpose and a plan that's bigger than you thought or could imagine. And as long as you, you're going to hear his voice like you've never heard it. I don't, don't want to hear your voice. If people say, I heard God say this, I heard God say that, I want to hear your voice. So I'll begin to speak to you. Don't just dismiss it thinking, oh, that's my brain. That's just in my mind. No. It's me. I'm talking to you. Talk back. It's all right. We'll have a conversation. I'm going to take you there. You'll hear my voice. And begin to say, because it's true. I know you. I know your voice. Because I said, my sheep know my voice. My sheep hear my voice. And another voice they won't follow. So don't follow the voice of doubt. Don't follow the voice of maybe even the social media, they're, they're speaking to you. Follow my voice and you'll hear my voice. You'll know my voice and dive in, dive into my presence. Just get into my word. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to take you on a journey. I'm going to take you because I want you and I want you to hear my voice and know me. 
and you will. Father God, I pray that she has a more intimate knowledge of your voice, that it is pinpointed, that it's not, I don't know, maybe I heard it, maybe I didn't, maybe that was me, I don't know. No, it's not gonna be like that. She's gonna hear your voice so clearly and it's gonna blow her natural mind. It'll be so good. And he's going to lead you. You'll lead Togo Rangayasia. He's going to lead you through situations and circumstances. He's going to lead you through decisions. He's going to lead you to your call and what you're, to your gifting for your call, what you're going to do. And when you thought, God, I'm just kind of me. I'm just kind of me. I'm not one. You know, I'll just, I'm just, I'm, I'm me. So, I mean, I'm not like out there, you know. And he's like, don't worry about that. You take the steps I tell you because you're going to hear my voice. You hear his voice. And another you won't follow. I thank you for the plan of God, the purpose of God on this woman's life. In Jesus' name. Oh. In Jesus' name. Mm. Mm. Man, he loves y'all. Hmm. It's like a sea standing there with like five comforters on you, like five blankets. And they're all like around your shoulders and it's kind of heavy. And you're like, you know, you go and you do what you need to do. It's just kind of heavy. You like feel like, oh, kind of way down. And maybe it's, who knows, maybe it's pressures of life. Maybe, maybe it's just to do. Maybe it's just the stuff you gotta do, but I see him see I see you going in and lifting your hands and one blanket falling off. I see you lifting your hands and another one falls off, then you spin around and dance and you start to shout, and then he just throws the rest of them off of you. Oh my, because you're not a pack mule. You're the glory train. (laughs) And you're not meant to just just trudge along with all this weight on you. You're meant to be free and just run over the enemy. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. So I speak freedom Mm, as she worships freedom as she prays and even freedom today give her a little down payment Father God I thank you that there's freedom freedom and liberty and so the spirit of heaviness has to go in Jesus name we rebuke the spirit of busyness and heaviness and distraction I thank you Father God that woo I see her dancing shouting around and somebody walks in on her she goes get you some and she starts laughing because she's got so much freedom she's got so much joy and life and it's going to affect her household it's going to affect her her job. It's going to affect every area of her life. And I thank you, Father, she won't go way down. She'll go soaring through the clouds because she will go, Father, renewed, renewed. For those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. Rise up on wings of eagles. Because you're not meant to be a chicken and peck around. Chickens don't fly. You're meant to be an eagle and to soar. So soar in his presence. Soar. Shh.
weight falls off and there's release. Mm. In Jesus' name. You say, God, I know who I am. I know who I am. I know. And I'm just me. And everybody just got to deal with it because that's who I am. That's who I am. I'm not me. He said, that's all right. I made you to be you. I didn't make you be nobody else. I made you to be you. And I want you to be you. And I want you to be bold. And I want you to be strong. And I want you to be courageous. And I want you. I know it might be the other direction in the, in the natural sometimes, you know, where you're like, oh, no, it ain't not me. Not today. <laughs> but you know what? I made you. I made you like that. To spit in the devil's face because he's tried to steal, kill, and destroy way too long. He's tried to take way too much from you. And you know what? You rose, you rose up and you started singing the song. We're not going to take it. <laughs> and that's where you're, <laughs> you're going to go and you're going to become like Xena warrior princess, man. You're just going after him. And he's, he's running scared. He's tried everything he can do through situations and circumstances to, to weigh you down and to get you distracted. But no, no, no more. You're going to stand up and say, we're not going to take it. I'm not taking it. I'm not doing it. And I see you walking through your house just declaring, pointing your finger and saying, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing it. And even if it's daily and you say, I'm taking ground, I'm taking it back. And what you stole from me, you have to return 30, 60, 100 fold. You cannot have it. You cannot take it. You cannot. I'm, I'm not even going to fake it till I make it. I'm going to faith it till I make it because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So I thank you, Father God, for restoration and a tenacity that rises up in her that you made her this way and that, Father God, you didn't do it on accident, but you made her bold and courageous. You made her tenacious and then that's what she's supposed to do and be. And I just see like explosions in your house in the spirit where you're just kicking demons left and right and they're just running they're running and they're running and as you walk through the streets oh my goodness people will manifest and you'll be like oh no uh-uh I know you want some freedom come on let's get it and bow and they're saved that's what you want you've been saying that God I want to cast out demons I want to see this I don't care if they throw up it don't bother me like come on to bring it you know that's how you feel and he said I'm going to use you I'm going to use you to do it because I said in Mark 16 in my name They'll cast out demons. They'll speak with new tongues. They'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These signs shall follow them that believe. So it's not an off request. Do it. I'll show you how. I'll take you there. I'll show you how. And you're going to recover. Recovery. 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 Tenacity and fire. In Jesus' name. I just see it. You just say, you feeling lucky? <laughs> Go ahead, make my day. <laughs> and turn around and say, you want some too? I just I love it. That's what I see. It's just so amazing. God, you're so you're so amazing. <laughs> That's it. 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 That's it.
That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Recovery and tenacity. My, my, my. So good. So good. So good. Sometimes it looks like a tangled mess, like a kind of a, like a web of mess. And, and you look at it and you're like, oh, Lord. I mean, for like this, um, okay, let's try this. Let's pull this string. No, that's not working. Let's pull this string. No, that's not working. Let's, let's try over here. No, that's not it either. Oh, my God. And it's like it's tangled and it's tangled. And God, okay, you know, can I just take the scissors to it? Can I just cut it? I'm just going to take the scissors to it. I'm cut it all out. Just cut it off. I'm done. I can't deal. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. He said, you don't have to. I'll unravel it. I'll work it out. I'll do it. I'll do it. Let me put my hand in it. Don't try to figure it out. I, I got it. 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 I know you want to do it. I know. You're a doer. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a doer. Oh. But I, I'm, I'm able. I'm more than able. I'm able. I'm capable. It's going to be easy. You don't even have to take out the scissors. I got it. I'm going to do it. Am I not faithful? I've proven faithful to you over and over again. Am I not faithful to my word? When the enemy will try to bring heaviness, I bring, I bring joy. I bring light. I bring, and it, it just spills over. And I'll unravel it. I'll untangle it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. It's going to be, oh, so good. It's going to be so good. So good. So good. So good. And you turn around and you go, oh, God, you are too good. You are too good. Yeah, right, right there. Right there. I see it. I see, huh, how did you do? I don't need to know. I don't even need to know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't need to But you did. You're the one that did it. You're the one that did it. You're the one. Father God, thank you. An impartation of a brand new thing. Mm. Brand new thing. Jesus. You can say, God, why do I get the messed up ones sometimes? Like, why do all the weird people come to me? 
<laughs> and you say, you know what? You don't need to worry about it. You just have a heart to love on. I have a heart. I have put things in you that you don't even know. You don't even know. And I know, I know. Sometimes a lot to deal with. But look, I brought them to you because you got something they need. I brought them to you because you got something they need. And you say, well, God, can it be an easy case sometimes? That'd be nice. You know, and he said, you don't worry about it. You don't worry about it. You just let me put the words in your mouth. You just let me put the, put the power in your hands. You just let me put the deliverance, the deliverance in your wake. That's what you let me do. And as you cried out for more me and more anointing and more fire and a tovra, a deeper place, you'll find it. You'll find it. You'll bust through the walls. I'm going to take you. And you now, oh my goodness, it's going to be weird sometimes. You say, God, this is weird. <laughs> and you say, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. I'm doing something. You don't know what it is, but you don't need to know. You just follow me. You just do it. You do it. You go and you do it. And you're going to see, oh my, oh my. And you say, bring me another weird one, God. I don't care. It's all right. Let's do it. And you're going to make such an impact because those people touch people that you could never even imagine could be touched. I want to send them a special ops into those places. I want to send them back so that they can come and bring more and bring more. And I'm telling you, this place is going to explode. It's going to explode. And you're going to have a hand in it. And you're going to have the dreams and the visions of your heart fulfilled as you walk in this new place of anointing, a new level, a new place, a new place, a new level, and just trust me. Don't worry about the rest of it. Walk step by. I'll take you every step. I'll take you every step. But it's bigger than you think. It's bigger than you think. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to say, how's it going to work? No, you just trust me. You're the goldfish, the big one. (laughs) And you shine. So don't worry about the how, just come away. It's going to be better than you ever imagined. It's going to be like mind-blowingly good. People are going to be saying, you know what? Something happened to you. Something's different with you. You, you just, you, I don't know, like you leveled up. I just don't got, what's going on? You can tell them. You're going to make more of an impact than you thought. You don't have to worry about the why. You just keep going higher. Get high with the most high. That's all you got to do. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. That's all you got to do. So rongosto lombrangaya siki. Shondo lombrangaya satiana. Shondo longo lombrangaya saya tili. Ha ha don lo condo si. He halaya tanga ranga. Nanam brongo solo condo lombrongo salaya kaya si si atato lombrongo. It's like you've been four-wheeling sometimes. And at the end, you feel jarred, you know, at the end of the ride. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, that's not fun, you know. And you get there. And I just instead, I see you getting in a canoe and just going down the river. It's not the rapids. It's not, it's not like, oh, look out, there's a waterfall, you know. It's not like that. It's just peace going down the river and floating. And he, when he says, paddle here, you just paddle there. When he says, paddle here, you just paddle there. And just 
breathe and the sun shines on your face. And that's his glory. His, oh my goodness. His glory shines on your face and you just roll on the river of his spirit through the whole day. No more jackhammer road. <laughs> not necessarily that there's never gonna be anything that goes on. That's, that's not it. But you're just riding it out with him and he'll make it smooth. He'll make it smooth. So I thank you, Father. For a brand new day. In Jesus' name. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many rooms. But weren't so I would have told you there's room for you. Hmm. Smooth sailing, Jesus' name. You are very smart. So smart. Very intelligent, very smart. You're good at figuring things out. You don't have to figure everything out. <laughs> you don't have to figure it all out. You just need to let me lead you. Let me have the reins. Scooch over into the passenger side. <laughs> I'll let, me, let me do it. And as you do, it'll be like, oh, okay. That was it. Oh, all right. Okay, and even the problems with the relationship that you've been having, they'll line out. I'll show you. It's, it's all right. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to figure it out. Your kids are mine. I got this. I got this. And it's not too late. It's not too far gone. No, they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Just trust me. You don't have to figure it out. You're so smart. And I made you smart. I made you smart. But you just trust me. You trust me. Oh, she trusts you, Lord Jesus. She trusts you. Bathe her in your love right now. Just saturate her. Just soaked. Soaked. Choto siliakia. Soaked. In Jesus' name. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Breakthrough, not breakdown. Breakthrough. 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 
Shaltosia tanam rangaya sataya sayaka nanga talaya nanga chains fall off. I see it. Oh my goodness, the chains fall off. That the heavy. Oh no 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 more link by link by link by link. No, just like chapow, just like it's it's gone. Breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. No more brick wall. No 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 no. No more bounce back. But that's not happening. Breakthrough. Breakthrough, we break it. Oh, Shoto, in Jesus' name. Shh. Not to return. <laughs> Not to return. <laughs> Not to return. Not to return. <laughs> like a big no trespassing sign. It's like, stay out. No trespassing. And when he tries, I see you there with a 12 gauge and you're like, chick, chick. <laughs> and you just fire the word at him. Oh my goodness. Breakthrough, breakthrough today and every day. From now on, no trespassing by the blood of Jesus, by the power of the cross, breakthrough, broken. Jesus name. Jesus name. Jesus name. Jesus name. Jesus name. Jesus name. Everything in alignment. Toso loco. Haha. Tolo condo. Silianda. And you said, I want more. I want more. I want more. He said, trust me and go in waters to swim in. Waters to swim in. Don't just be satisfied with ankle deep, waist deep. Don't be satisfied in the kiddie pool. Don't be satisfied by waiting. Swim, depend, 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 depend on me. Depend on me. Away. Come away. This is your humble servant, Jesus. Here I am. I'll do anything. I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. I'll go anywhere. I'll just, I'll clean the toilets. I will, I will scrub the floor. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I just want to be near. You've done so much for me. You've done so much. You've been so good. You've delivered me from so much. You've done so much for me. I can't, I can't tell it all. This is me. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. He said, Ooh, girl, you, I can use that. I can use that. I can do something with that. I can go places with that. Places that you couldn't dream, think, or imagine. So take the limits off. Unbox me. Unbox me. Unlimit me. Unlimit me. Unlimit me. Take the limits off. Take the limits off. Let me show you. Let me drench you in fire. Let me make you that spark. You know, the enemy is trying to tell his cohorts, only we can prevent the Holy Ghost fire. <laughs> you know, we're, we're trying to douse her. It's everything we can. We're trying to douse her. We're trying to confuse her. When it's not going to happen. No, because one spark is all it takes to start a flame. One little spark and you're the match, girl. He's going to use you. He's going to move and shake you. He's going to bake you. He's going to serve you up. He's going to show you. He's going to lead you and guide you. He's going to be the one. He's going to be the one. And when it's all said and done, you will be one in the sun. You'll say, oh my goodness, I'm dancing free. Oh my goodness, this is how it's supposed to be. You'll say, I just wanted you to use me. Wow, God, I didn't know this was how it's going to be. So don't box me. Don't limit me. Don't limit me. Don't limit me. Don't limit me. Chotosia. 
I pray, God, for a fresh fire of the Holy Spirit that just blazes. And it doesn't go out. You're more than equipped. So take me out of the box. And let me show you that these dry bones can live. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. You're so, so good. How, how, I mean, I don't. We want to know you so that when we get face to face with you, we say, that's right, not wow. It's not even, it's not a giant leap. It's a small step. Jesus, you are so You're so great. You're so much. You're so much. We don't allow the enemy to come in and try to counteract everything that was said and done. These women are fire-powered. They are who you say they are. They have a place, and they'll not just walk out that place. They will shine in that place with your glory and your power, and they'll make an impact. And people will say, whoa, what happened to Wonder Woman? My goodness, I wish I was a woman. I could go. (laughs) What happened to Wonder Woman? And they'll say, you know what? We got intimate with Jesus. Oh my, we figured out we had communion that was supposed to happen every day. Oh, you don't even know. And then he showed me this and then he showed me that and then he used me here and then he... I thank you, Father God. There's testimony upon testimony that's gonna come for who you are and your glory. Not for us. We love you. We love you. We love you. We worship you. We lift our hands. We tell you, you are mind-blowingly great. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. Jesus. You're so good, Jesus. Sometimes because of past relationships, there's been a hard time connecting with the present. There's healing and restoration even today that's going to go and lead into more intimacy, not just with God, with your husband, more intimacy. And that thing is healed. 
He's healing it just to the innermost part of you, to the innermost part of you, to the innermost part of you. To the, and I, he said, I see you today. I see you. I told her, come on, go on over there. Go over there. There's something needs to happen. Let me heal your heart. Because I didn't just want to repair it. I want to restore. 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 No, like nothing ever happened. Like nothing ever happened. You said, God, is that possible? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's possible. Am I not? Am I not God? Like it's, it's possible. So take it. All the healing, all the intimacy, and don't be afraid to step into it. And, and don't, don't, when you get to that one point and you say, he says, no, push on through. And you go, oh yeah. Like this, that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. Even now, even now. Don't wait. Don't say, okay, down the road. No, no, no. Now. Healed. <sighs> Healed. And whole. Complete. It's like when that little, little, little sign comes up and says, complete. Burp. Download complete. Download healing. Complete. Whole new levels. Whole new levels. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Okay, one more. Okay, one more. Okay, one more. <laughs> okay, all right, you're drunk. I get it. So, <laughs> like, don't make sense kind of drunk. And I'm just drunk in the spirit. And everybody, like, you start, and you're like, okay, what is it? Don't worry about it. Like, if you want to come drink with me, that's cool. Like, you can, because, like, this is great. I don't get a hangover or nothing. Like, this is, this is fabulous. I don't got a headache. You know, this is, this is great. Because, you know, the joy of the Lord is your strength, and there's enough stuff to zap your joy, but ha ha, ho ho ho, he he he, it's just a ha 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 time, and oh my goodness, whoo, just wow, just laughing your way from level to level, laughing your way, and the enemy is going to try and go in your face, and you're going to go, ah, you know, and it's frustrating, and then as you, oh my goodness, as you get to that level of fullness, and you turn around, you look at the enemy, you say, this got to stop, and that's got to stop, and over here, you got to take your hands off of this, and then you'll see, oh, barriers break down, and strongholds destroyed, not just in your life, in the life of those around you, your family. And you've even said, God, use me in the Walmart. Use me in the grocery store. Use me in the quick trip. And he's going to begin to say, hey, turn around and tell this person that. Turn around and tell this person that. Hey, come on. Hey, hi, how, can I just talk to you for a second? He'll tell them, how did you know that? Oh my God. Are you a psychic? No, no, you don't need to do that. <laughs> don't go there. But I know the most high. I know the creator. And that's why I'm here. And he told me to come talk to you. And oh my goodness, going to make such an impact. And you'll see the book of Acts in your everyday. That's what you prayed. You said, I want to see signs, wonders, and miracles. I want to see it. I want to do it. I want to, he said, I want you to do it. I want you to see it. So keep being drunk. Just get drunk. That's fine. Be drunk. That's all right. Get drunk, get drunk, get drunk, get drunk, get drunk. Cause that's where the power comes from. That's where it comes from. Just stay full, stay full. Ha ha. Ho ho. Stay full, overflowing and just drink it up. Show to see ya. Man, God's good. Any good? Any good? Thank you, guys. Thanks for letting me come. I was real excited. I just, you know, you know what's funny? Okay, so we're talking about insecurities, right? And I'll, I'll be done. I'll be done with this. I promise. But um, you know how, like, we're talking. I was talking to mom, and I was like, you know, you know, you how you put on an outfit, and you're like. 
everybody's going to see this or, you know, everybody's going to think, I don't know about that, you know, but I put on my jacket, right? And I was like, oh, I'm just more comfortable in a jacket. That thing is fleece. That thing is hot. So I took it off. I was sweating down my back, you know, I was like, so, you know, don't let insecurity stop you. Don't let anything stop you. It's going to be so worth it. It's going to be so good. And I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad God showed it. He's like amazing. So man, just thanks, you guys. Thank you. I just, I love y'all, y'all family. And I just, it was great. And I just, let's do it again. I love it. Thank you so much. Gosh. There we go. Amen. Um, So, you know, usually we're like, I don't know about y'all, but I got something. But I know you guys got something. <laughs> um, no one is leaving here, leaving this conference without something this year. Um, last Tuesday, <laughs> um, Pastor Rebecca texted me and she said, do you want to do opening and closing? <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, I was in my car and I text back, Yes. But I was like, no, <laughs> please, God, no. Um, but I was like, okay, this is good. This is what I need. <laughs> and it, it forced me to seek God. And he gave me this picture, and I want to share it with you guys because I know we've all received something from God this week. And I know God's been trying to tell me things about myself <laughs> recently, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really, 